Hey friends, and welcome to the Happy Hour with Jamie Ivey podcast. I'm your host, Jamie, and I'm so glad you're here. Each week on this show, I invite a friend to join me and we chat about the big things in life, the little things in life, and everything in between. Hey, Jamie, it's Beth from Western Australia. I've always wanted to know how you choose your next guest. Like, out of all the people you could interview and chat and sit down with, how do you choose? We love your podcast. Sending you much love. Bye. You guys, this is our 400th episode, and we are bringing the questions from you guys. You just heard from Beth from Australia, and we have so many more questions for you today. You're really going to love this show, and we're literally just celebrating the fact that we are on our 400th episode, which a little behind the scenes, we've actually released almost 500 episodes because there was a season when we did happy half hours and they don't really count. If you're an original happy hour listener, you know about the season of happy half hours. So today, happy 400th episode to the happy hour. Okay, so Beth asked, like, how do we know who's going to be on the show? And listen, here's a little behind the scenes. I get 8 million pitches for people to be on the show. That's an exaggeration. But you know what I mean? We get a lot of pitches. And I understand how the pitching works now because I'm also an author and I love to be on people's shows. So we take those pitches and we look at them and we ask ourselves a couple of questions. Number one, do we align uh, with our Christian faith? And that's an important thing for me here on the happy hour. And so we want this to be a show that encourages people to love Jesus more. And so that's important for me. Another thing we ask ourselves is, have we had a conversation about this exact topic recently? So I don't want every show to be about one thing. We want to have a variety of conversations. So we ask ourselves that. We also ask, hey, has this person been on recently? Do we need to wait a little while? And we also ask ourselves, how does our lineup look? Is it real women heavy? Is it real men heavy? Now that we have men on the show, which I think we just had like four men in a row recently. We ask ourselves, are we just talking to white people? Are we just talking to people who fit a certain category? Are they all married? Are they all single? So we do a lot of things. And then we think, okay, this conversation with this person, I believe is important. So that's how we decide. It is a lot easier than it sounds. And it's also difficult sometimes as well. So when I started the happy hour seven years ago, which our happy hour birthday was in May, seven years ago, you might've heard the story before, but at that time, I literally, how I picked my guests was, hey, you're my friend, come talk with me and I'm gonna record it and then we're gonna put it out for the world to listen to, which it was like my mom and you know a handful of friends listening at that time. So I started the show in 2014 and long story short is that in 2011, I write about this in my book, UBU, if you want to hear the whole story. But in 2011, I actually won a contest in town to be a DJ on a morning radio show. Yes, it's as fun and crazy as it sounds, is that I was on the country radio station every single morning from 6 to 10, talking about life and playing country music. And I had a phenomenal team there. The guys were so kind. Anyhow, that ended, but I fell in love with radio. I fell in love with talking into a microphone and I fell in love with the idea that I could share stories this way. And so fast forward, 2014, I jumped out and did something that I'm always encouraging you guys to do is I just showed up and tried something. And I literally called my best friend, Amy. We've been best friends since ninth grade and said, hey, you want to come on the show with me? And she's like, what show? I'm like, the new show I just started. And so that is how the happy hour started. And if you would have asked me then, do you anticipate 
400 episodes. Do you anticipate having people who get to walk alongside and work with you at this amazing company that produces such great content and conversations? Do you anticipate writing three books? The answer is absolutely not. There is zero way that I could have anticipated. But what I did, and I look back at that girl in 2014, that Jamie Ivy at that point, and I want to say to her, I am so dang proud of you. Because I was scared. I didn't know what I was doing. I made a lot of mistakes. You guys, I used to edit this show. The graphics were terrible. All of the things. But I just continued to share stories because I loved it. And so that's where we are today. So today, this show, episode number 400, just like Beth had a question, we've got more questions from people. We're going to give you a little behind-the-scene moments all the way of how we've gotten here today for 400 episodes. Now, one of the things that I love is hearing how you heard about the happy hour. Like, what's the first show you listened to? So there's always usually a great story, like this one from Noelle R., who sent this to us. She said this, well, this is a special memory for me. I was on bed rest with a scary pregnancy, and a sweet friend sent a basket to the hospital with books, verse cards, and your podcast recommendation to spend my time. I was longing for something to occupy my mind. I have a five and a half year old healthy boy. And whenever I listen, sometimes I remember that day when I first heard about your show. Stories like that, I love them so much. And we hear them all the time. Noel, thank you so much for continuing to be such a faithful listener. And you have a five and a half year old boy who I bet is about to go to kindergarten. So that's amazing. One thing I also love is when you guys win over those who are not podcast listeners. Here's what I hear often. Okay, so I'll meet someone and they'll be like, you're not going to believe this. My friend Mary told me about your show five years ago, and now I can't stop listening to it. Just last weekend, we had a party at our house to celebrate the upcoming marriage of some friends of ours. And there was someone that came up to me and told me this exact same thing that I didn't even know what a podcast was. And then my friend told me about it. Okay, so we have another listener that wrote in, and Lindsay is here. You guys know and love Lindsay. Lindsay, hi. Hey, guys. Lindsay is behind the scenes making everything happen, like everything happen. And so I made her come in here with me and read some of these for you. So Lindsay's going to read from Baking Lover 1992. That's right. Baking Lover 1992 first heard about the happy hour from her roommate, Jessica, back in 2017. I hadn't really ever listened to a podcast before. But my roommate kept mentioning someone named Jamie Ivey and some amazing guests that she was interviewing on the show. I'll admit, I didn't jump on the podcast bandwagon right away. Since I'm not usually into audiobooks or anything where you have to listen, because I tend to get distracted. But one morning, while I was getting ready for work, I decided to turn one on. And I'm so glad I did. I can't be totally sure, but I think it may have been episode 157 with Catherine Lowe. I was so curious about her experience on The Bachelor, and I was also excited to hear about her faith and how it had impacted her time both on and off the show. After that episode, I was hooked on podcasts. The Happy Hour truly was my launching pad into my love for podcasts. Because of your show, I have found That Sounds Fun, The Relevant Podcast, and so many others that are now a part of my daily routine. I love this so much because I sometimes feel like the happy hour, because we started seven years ago, I feel like the happy hour is like the gateway podcast drug. Like you started the happy hour and next thing you know, you're listening to Annie and the relevant podcast and all of my other friends that have phenomenal shows that you should all go listen to as well. You know, I think a lot of you may have been here from listening to Catherine Lowe because you're Bachelor fans and you wanted to know what she had to say about it. I actually interviewed her in person and I was at my friend Jen Jet Barrett's apartment in Dallas and Catherine came over and I think I was a tad bit nervous because 
it was Catherine Lowe from The Bachelor. But seconds after she opened her mouth, I knew that there was nothing to be nervous about, which leads me to this next question. Here's a question from Carrie. Hey, Jamie, I really want to know who were you the most nervous to interview? That is a great question about who I have been nervous to interview. And here's what I want to say. There's a different kind of nervousness that comes around with sitting down with people. Like I was super nervous to interview Francis Chan. And the reason I was super nervous is because obvious reasons. It's Francis Chan. That's why he's like an amazing church leader. He's so wise. He's so smart. He like loves Jesus maybe more than any person I've ever met in my entire life. And so I was just a little nervous. There's also nervous like interviewing Elizabeth Hasselbeck. I interviewed her in person in Nashville, Tennessee, and I was nervous. Here's why I was nervous to interview Elizabeth Hasselbeck. She has done what I do for years and did it really well on The View. She interviewed people. She spoke for a living. She did all these things. And I thought, here I am, Jamie Ivey, host of The Happy Hour, coming to interview Elizabeth Hasselbeck, former co-host of The View. And so I just recently interviewed Rebecca McLaughlin, which you guys haven't even heard yet. It's coming up soon. And I was nervous to interview her. You know why? She's so dadgum smart. Like her books are so smart. I read one of her books earlier in the year. I read it in January. Uh, it is called Confronting Christianity, 12 Hard Questions for the World's Largest Religion. And it was a real academic book for me. And so here I am sitting down with her and I was nervous. And again, she was lovely. Uh, I was nervous when I interviewed Dr. Moore, not because Dr. Moore makes me nervous, but just because I love Dr. Moore so much. And I think he's been such an asset to evangelicals and conversations around faith and culture right now that I wanted that show to be so important and so encouraging to you. You guys, if you're a longtime listener, remember I interviewed Kathy Lee Gifford. So obviously I was nervous. I mean, it's Kathy Lee Gifford. I was nervous interviewing Lecrae because I felt like I had to to show up and have a great show because my kids like Lecrae. And then I also remember the first time I interviewed Lisa Turkhurst, and this was before I think Lisa and I would have considered ourselves friends, because she came to my house, and her and two other people that she was with, they came up to my house, and Lisa has been so important to me, and just my journey and my faith, and I look up to her as a trailblazer, and as a woman who has done so much good for women falling in love with God's word, that I was a little nervous talking to her, and now that is laughable to me, because I love Lisa as a friend. But... If you are a longtime listener, you know who I would be the most excited and honestly, the most nervous. Like literally, I think I would have hives over my whole entire body. I don't even know what I would do, you guys, to calm my nerves. If my dream guest came on the happy hour, listen to Ashley from Birmingham. Ask me about my dream guest. Hey, Jamie, this is Ashley from Birmingham, Alabama. I love the podcast. And my question is, if your dream guest George W. Bush came on the happy hour. What would your top three questions be for him? Okay, George W. Bush, if you were listening to the happy hour, you are welcome on this show. Just kidding. Y'all know that I love George W. Bush, and I just think that he would be one of the most fun people to sit down with and have a conversation with. And so my top three questions for him, I think they would be kind of serious, you guys. I would ask him, number one, I remember very vividly when 9-11 happened and there was the video news footage of President Bush reading to some kids in a library. And you all, you've probably seen it and remember it as well. Someone from his team, maybe Secret Service, I don't know who it was, came up and whispered in his ear in the middle of him reading to these kids telling him what had just happened to our country. And you could see President Bush's face 
change. And I think I would just like to know and have a conversation with him about what it felt like in that moment to be the most powerful man in the world, leader of the United States of America, and realize that our country had been attacked. And I want to know, what did he feel professionally? What did he feel personally? What did he feel emotionally? I mean, what was that moment actually like for him? So that's my first question. Number two, I would love to know what he's the most proud of in his life. And I have a small suspicion that it's not going to have anything to do with his presidency. I don't know. Do you guys agree? I'm just thinking that he's going to come up with something that has nothing to do with things he did as a president. But I think it's going to be more personal, like his family. And the number three, what would he go back and do differently in his whole lifetime? And then, Ashley, you asked me for three questions, but I'm throwing in another one. If he was here in my office or over Zoom, I would do it to you guys. I would ask him, hey, so do you and Laura, y'all want to just drive on down from Dallas? Got dinner at the Ivy's house? We would love to have you. And then he would be like, sure thing, Jamie. I can't remember your last name because I'm just doing this interview. Let me have my people get with you. And then, you know, actually, I think he might come, actually. But George W. Bush... You're welcome on the happy hour. I think it would be a fun conversation. I think it would be impactful. If you don't know it, guys, I'm a Texas girl through and through. I've lived here most of my life. I was born here and I love traveling. Here's why I love traveling throughout Texas, because it has a vast landscape of cultures, regions, destinations, and activities, which means there's an infinite number of different travel experiences. And no two travelers are exactly alike, and it means that no two trips should be either. If you're a beach person, well, you can have fun under the sun with Texas's 350 miles of coastline. If you're more of a rugged vacation type, there are campgrounds, hiking trails, and state parks galore. And foodies cannot get enough of Texas's world-famous barbecue and Tex-Mex. Enjoy live music, visit internationally recognized art museums, and check out thrilling cowboy experiences. And now, Travel Texas offers a one-of-a-kind online trip builder that allows users to generate a custom, visually-led trip matched to their unique interest. Guys, come visit my state. Visit TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn to get the only trip to Texas that matters. Yours. That's TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn. You guys, in January of 2024, I made a commitment to myself. I wanted to get stronger, which meant I needed to get in the gym, which means I needed to move my body in different ways. You guys know I love to walk. Well, it's spring, and spring is the best time for us to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, to tap into your power, and build towards your summer you. I love my Peloton. It accommodates to my schedule with a variety of class links to choose from. I can choose a 30-minute class. I can choose a 45-minute class. If you only have five minutes, there's literally a class to get you moving your body in five minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and every mood. There are classes if you want to hear country music, if you want to hear uh, rock, if you want to go back to the 80s. If you can't run, take a walking class. Need some grounding? Try yoga. If you want to level up, go for their Pilates or HIIT workouts. 
Here's what I love is that you can move at your own pace. And that is what I'm learning that my body needs right now. It needs to move at its own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take all the guesswork out of working out. You guys, we think about so many things during the day. Let's take the guesswork out. Let's jump right in and let's keep our fitness journey fresh every single day. Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has something for you. I personally love a good 45-minute hip-hop class. It gets me moving. It gets me excited. It's my favorite genre of music. Just ask my kids. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. That's OnePeloton.com. One of our goals here on the happy hour is as we think through every conversation that we want to release to you is that we want them to have impact on our lives. We want them to be encouraging. We want them to affect the way we live out our faith. And so we ask a couple of you listeners, what specific episode has had the biggest impact on you and why? Cheyenne B. It had to be the episode with Latasha Morrison. She really opened my eyes to racial reconciliation and learning to be a bridge. I even got her book. You know, Tasha's been on a handful of times at Happy Hour. She's a a personal friend of mine. And her book, Be the Bridge, is really the book I recommend. If someone says, hey, you know what, I'd like to start learning about maybe racial injustice in our country or how I could be a bridge builder or how I can just be an ally, I always send them to Tasha's book. And then I send them to Just Mercy by Brian Stevenson. And now I also send them to Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man by Emmanuel Acho. Those are the three books I really advise people to read. But I remember something specific about one of Tasha's episodes. She was on episode 44, you guys. That was the first time she was on. And here we are, episode 400. So I remember when she was on, we recorded our podcast and we talked about our Be The Bridge group because I was actually in the very first Be The Bridge group that she ever had. And so we talked about that. We talked about some of her experiences growing up. We talked about why this matters to her. And we recorded it. And the day the show aired actually was the day after the Charleston shooting at the AME Church where there was an attack by a white supremacist and he killed nine people. And I remember thinking that was one of the first moments actually that I thought to myself, and I feel like I'm about to cry right now. I remember thinking when that show aired that what we were doing here at the happy hour, it really mattered because that show came out a day after that shooting when so many people had questions and so many people were fearful and so many people were trying to look for answers. And I thought to myself, God, thank you. Thank you that Tasha was on this show. Thank you that we get to be voices to speak up. Thank you that in some weird way, the happy hour, Latasha Morrison, Jamie Ivey, we can lead people towards a deeper understanding of your love for people. And so that episode, I remember that so much. Okay, here's another impactful listener. Brianna, I have a few I can think of offhand. I think the biggest was episode 142 with Cheryl Strug. At the time I was listening to it, I had unintentionally wandered into an emotional affair with a coworker. The way Cheryl described what she had done just made so much sense to the sinner's heart. A little while later, you and Aaron were together where you talked about boundaries in your marriage. God used those two episodes and the countless other things to draw me out of my sin and back to him. I was able to confess my sin to my husband and a handful of friends and stop the emotional affair. It would take a long time to heal the scars of what I had done, but God has blessed our marriage in ways I never could have dreamed. 
I am so glad that Cheryl was so vulnerable and willing to share with your listeners the dangers of being in an affair. Even though mine was only an emotional affair, I have come to understand that there are not a lot of differences besides the obvious. I am so grateful for the freedom I found leaving that relationship and drawing into a healthy and holy marriage that honors God first. Brianna, you got me crying over here. And this is why I think that our stories matter so much, because even you mentioned it here, Brianna, that Cheryl having the um, vulnerability and the ability to talk about her own journey, it impacted your life. And listen, you talking about Cheryl's episodes, we've heard countless other people say the exact same thing, is that I heard the story and God revealed something in my own life. So I love that. Thank you so much. Here's another one. KG Jones, Amy Wolf. She was my first interview that I heard, and I loved her four rules. One, don't be jealous of other people's success. Two, don't make up stories in your head. Three, ask for what you want. Four, don't attach your worth to their response. Yes or no. This completely changed my life. I think about it at least once a week. It's helped me to find my voice. And in some ways, that was hard. I've had pushback to be expressing what I want. I'm an Enneagram 9, so people aren't used to that. But because of following one and two and not being jealous and championing other success, I know I'm okay asking for what I want and need. And I'm working really hard to not attach my worth to their answers. My worth is unchanging and given to me by Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Amy and Jamie. Wow. Thank you, Amy Wolf. I love that girl. And I love when people come to me and say, I remember this conversation. Not only do I remember the conversation, but I remember exactly what she said. Because here, our stories matter. Amy came on and talked about her four rules that have changed her life. And again, they are overflowing into KG Jones's life as well. Okay, here's another one, but I'm not going to make Lindsay read it because it's about her. Okay, Aaron H. said this. Lindsay Sweeney. I listened to it right after my sorority house was shut down with my stuff in it. Internship canceled and doing college from my high school bedroom. My grandmother had just died of COVID and my grandpa was in quarantine. And I already stuck out because I am one of the few girls in my county to go to a university, much less prepare for clinical doctorate. And she taught me that timelines are limits to grieve, to honor, but to continue to glorify God. I didn't have to be a mom or author but I could love my corner of the world and pursue the roles he has given me. It became a go-to in the hardest season. Lindsay Sweeney, (laughs) what do you want to say about that? I'm crying. (laughs) (laughs) Because listen, Lindsay came on and shared her story and was vulnerable and it impacted Aaron. And so I feel like a broken record, you guys. And I say it all the time, but our stories matter. They really do. The great things that we are so proud of, the hard things that we walk through, the things that have happened to us that we would have never imagined or that we didn't even have control of. God actually takes all of these things. And his word is real clear on this. He takes all of these things and he uses them for our good and his glory. I remember when I was interviewing Beth Moore, uh, I think it was January of 2019 that that show came out. And we talked about like this idea of, do I want to go back and relive the hard things? And she said, I'll I'll mess up her quote here, but you'll get the picture. She said something like, I would never want to relive the things that have happened to me, but I can look back and see how God has used them. And that I think is how we can view our stories. Mm -hmm. And so guys, this is so, so great. It's why I started the show is because I want people to be encouraged, to be changed, to know Jesus better. And I think that happens sometimes when we hear other people's stories. 
when I think about the happy hour and seven years in and, you know, 400 episodes plus, it is an honor and it is a privilege. And I promise you, not only I, but this entire team that we have here, we see it as a privilege to be in your life every single week. We see it as a joy to be able to bring these conversations toward to you. In fact, just this year, our team has started praying every week over the conversations that are being released. And our prayer is not like, God, send more listeners, or we hope we have lots of downloads. Our prayer always is, and everyone on our team would, would um, agree with this, our prayer always is, God, would you use this story to change lives? Would you use their words to change lives? God, would you use their story to draw them towards you? Hey, Jamie, this is Brittany, a longtime listener, and I got to meet you at Happy Hour Live a few years ago. Congratulations on 400 episodes. What is the biggest takeaway that you've learned after 400 episodes? Okay, so it's fun hearing your takeaways. And Brittany, thank you for asking what my takeaway could be. And I think I've explained it enough, is that listening to people is how we change. Listening to people is how we grow. We live in a a culture and a society right now that seems very divided in so many ways. And I think something that I've learned over the past seven years is that I can't understand someone else's lived experiences that I've never had unless I take the time to listen to them. I don't know what it means to be black, but I can learn about someone's experience from listening to them. I don't know what it means to be same-sex attracted, but I can learn what that's like to listen to someone else. I don't know what it's like to grieve the loss of a spouse or a child, but I can listen to someone's experiences. I think back to you know a handful of things that come to my mind as I think about this, and one of them is Sally Lloyd-Jones, who was on forever ago, which one of my favorite episodes, and the way she talked about teaching children's God's word, it changed me. Andrew Peterson. When I sat to him, he adjusted the way I see myself as a creative. You know, we've talked about Tasha already, and she has been such a help and a guide in my journey towards racial justice and identifying my own bias in my own life. Tara Lee Cobble put a fire in me for God's word. Rachel Henry reminded me that God is more powerful than my experiences or a fear. I remember when Jackie Hill Perry was on for the first time, we were having a hard conversation and I was scared about what people would say about the show, about me. And she helped me learn to take a stand. Kate Merrick showed me how to hope in the midst of grief. Daniel Hill was on last year and he helped me think through my own racial bias. Remember Tony Collier just recently? She talked about church hurt as something I've never experienced the way she has, but now I see it through a different lens because of her. Rachel Gilson was on last year in 2020, and uh, she helped me see same-sex attraction for what it is. It's not a sin. It's an attraction. What I'm trying to say here is I have become a learner by listening. What I'm saying is there's no way I can have the same experience as so many of my guests on the show, but I can listen to their experience and I can develop empathy and understanding and compassion. That's what I've learned over seven years. Kristen B. I listen to the happy hour because it points me to Jesus. Witnessing Jamie's obedience and God's calling on her life has been an incredible impact on me. Through using the gifts God has given her, She has been able to share stories of hundreds of guests that are glorifying God and making his name and presence known. I've read books that I've never picked up before because of her questions. What are you reading? I even ordered these armpit wipes after hearing how much the guests love them. The podcast has taught me the power of being a listening ear and a safe place for others to share their stories. The happy hour has been an encouragement to me to take a leap of faith and follow the Holy Spirit's leading to create Babe Support Babes in my business in 2018. Through Babe Support Babes, I connect my community to the happy hour and many others 
Jamie and the whole Happy Hour crew is shining so bright for Jesus. I see you and I want to applaud you for all your hard work all these seven years. You are making a difference and you are so needed. Thank you so much for creating my favorite podcast. Listen, Christine B., I take your kindness and I accept it and say thank you as well. (laughs) And I'm cracking up that you ordered armpit wipes. And I'd love to hear how they work out for you, Christine, because I think that's hilarious. You know what? The same is true for me. And you just said what I already said is that listening has changed so much. And I, too, have read more books in my life after hosting this podcast for seven years. Here's another listener. Katie Ruth, I listen to the happy hour for two reasons. First, I listen to it because it's fun. I feel like I'm just hanging out with a group of friends and chatting right along with them when I listen to the happy hour. I also listen to the happy hour for the encouragement. I have been blessed and encouraged so many times by hearing God's work in the lives of guests during their times of trial. I can't even count the hours I've driven in the car, the number of meals I prepared, the loads of laundry I've done, and the miles I've run slash walked with conversations of the happy hour keeping me company. Katie, I am so happy to be with you in your car while you're cooking, while you're running, while you're doing those laundry. That's when I too listen to podcasts. And, you know, here's the truth as well is I am so excited every time you guys listen because there are a million podcasts that you can listen to. You guys know I love podcasts. I listen to them all. And so what a joy to hear what the podcast has meant to you. Thank you so much for your kind words. Every time an email comes in, a response, um, I read them all and I'm so grateful the way that this little bitty show, The Happy Hour, is affecting your life, helping you love Jesus more. So listen, we got lots more shows that we're making over here. We're having more hard conversations. We're having great, exciting, fun conversations, and we want to keep doing it. So here is another question from a listener. Okay, here's my question. Who would you want to um, interview next and have a conversation with? Because I feel like you have some big names. So who would you be interested if you could get anybody um, to interview? And then my next question is, when are we having another happy hour live? We need to get some girlfriends and we need to have another live happy hour. That's it. Thanks. Okay, first of all, I want to address the happy hour live. Catherine, I want to have a happy hour live more than you can even imagine. So we had our two happy hour lives for 2020 scheduled on the calendar. So many of you actually had tickets already bought. And then I don't need to explain to you what happened in 2020 when the world shut down and everything canceled. And I'll tell you this. We want to do a happy hour live again. We want to do it well. We want to do it in a season when we feel people feel the most comfortable with coming to an event. And you know what? I think we're getting close to that, you guys. I really think we're getting close. I mean, just today, when we're recording this, on my fun little Instagram, I've seen like four or five bands announce, hey, we're going on tour this year. So I think things are starting to happen. And Catherine, to make sure you always know when we're doing things, follow me in all the places. But I can't wait to do it. Okay, here's the next question you had is, who do I want to interview next? Here's the truth. I want to tell you this, and I'm not kidding when I say this. Of course, there's some big name people I'd love to have on the show. Hint, hint, Joanna Gaines. Joanna, call us. (laughs) Joanna, call us. Call me. Call a girl. Uh, George W. Bush is always welcome. I mean, Michelle Obama. I mean, it's an open invite, you people. Of course, we want to have them. But here's the truth. And I say this 100% true. We want to tell stories that matter. And we want to encourage people. And we want to point them to Jesus. And so as much as I really will you know, pass out with hives all over me when George W. Bush says he'll come on the show. Our main goal here, and I promise you, is not to track down George W. or big name guests, is to find stories that matter. 
in January of 2021, just this year, Emmanuel Acho came on my show, and you may have seen our family on his show, Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man, which was we were so honored to share our story and our experiences. But when he was on the show, we were talking about his show and his success. And Emmanuel was talking to Oprah, like the Oprah, because they're buddies. And Oprah told him this. And I remember when he told me this, I wrote it down because it was so important. Oprah said to him, do not base your show around famous people because eventually you will run out of famous people. And that's what we're doing here. We want people who have stories to share. And yes, of course, some of them are famous, but we also want stories that matter and point people to Jesus. So those are the conversations we're preparing ahead, Catherine. Now, I need to tell you a couple things as well. This happy hour live thing, all the things that we're doing around here. The best place, you guys, to make sure you don't miss out on this is to be on our newsletter. It's super easy to join. You can go to jamieivy.com slash newsletter, sign up. We send you two newsletters a week. It has info about the show that week and then fun things on Friday, five things I want to tell you about. It's also where we announce things like we announce Happy Hour Lives. One thing we also announce in our newsletter is applications for the holiday gift guide, which is hands down one of the favorite things we do around here because it's so fun to bring you organizations that we believe in. So you can still apply there. If we were potentially, maybe going to have a live audience for that holiday gift guide, listen, don't hold me to it. We haven't decided, but we might think about it. That's where you're going to find out about that. So go to jamieivy.com slash newsletter to sign up today. You guys, thanks for celebrating with us today. I still can't believe that this is what I get to do for a living. I say all the time I have the best job in the world because I get to bring amazing things, amazing conversations to the world. And so if you're listening, you're a part of that. And I want to say thank you. I want to say thank you for listening. I want to say thank you for telling your friends about the show. I want to say thank you for cheering us on. And as we cheer you on as well. Guys, whatever you're doing this weekend, I hope you have fun. Have a happy hour with a friend. Uh, Sunday's Father's Day. We have a gift guide, but I just want to just tell you, if you haven't got a gift yet, you might be too late for that. Also, next week is my 20th anniversary. Don't mind me. I'll be laying by a pool all day long, every day with my boo. So happy anniversary to us. And next Wednesday, my friend Jess Conley is on the show and Jess has been on before. Jess has a new book out next week, actually called Breaking Free from Body Shame. I've read the book. It is so good. I highly recommend it. And our show next week is a really, really great conversation. So guys, enjoy a happy hour with a friend this weekend. Today's show is edited by the team at Podshaper. The show notes are written by Abby Castell. The music for the show is developed by Matt Graham. The show is produced by Lindsay Sweeney. And I'm your host, Jamie Ivey. I cannot wait to be back with you next week. Thank you for listening. Episode 400 is in the books. Cue the confetti. Bring out the cake. We're celebrating all weekend long. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.